Hello and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wavio, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So we've been gone for a little while. Sorry about that last week. Yep, turns out holidays are difficult and we plan poorly. Yes, we totally forgot that once the year starts, we have to do things. <laughs> like school <laughs> like and work. Like a lot of things. <laughs> yes. So, we're coming at you live from the past with a new episode. <laughs> That's how live works. <laughs> and and this is in response to a couple few new movies. A couple few? That's not the right word. A few new movies? That's, you just keep going. Lean into it. <laughs> lean, lean into the redundancy. <laughs> uh, we're, doing, we're doing The Matrix. We're doing The Matrix. Good old... Was was there a couple few new matrixes, matrices no, but, that but, came out? But our good friend Keanu Reeves, everyone's good friend Keanu Reeves. I mean, he is lovely. He's in a he's in a few new movies. Actually, there is a new Matrix coming out. I think. Is there? I, so I saw references to Matrix Four, when I was huh. researching this episode. And All right. I believe. You sure, it wasn't just the Animatrix. Maybe is okay. Here's a question: Is the Animatrix the, just the movies as anime, or is it like a whole different thing? Or is it no? I think it's a bunch of shorts. I don't really remember it. Is that why there's so much background? Could be. <laughs> yeah, no. I think Keanu Reeves is like a John Wick movie or something coming out. John, I Wick? mean, he is Johnny Silverhand in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah, that's it's true coming too. out in like April. That is very true, and I'm. S- oh my god, do I want to play? That RPG. A little it looks real good. It looks, looks so real good. good. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so quick rundown of the movies. If you haven't seen it, see of the Matrix movies. Now that we've <laughs> yes. found the Shaggy Dog here, yes, the Matrix movies. It's a sci-fi world, post-apocalyptic, where humans have been forced underground. Either by lack of sunlight or maybe the fact that there's rampaging uh, robots everywhere. It's never really quite sure. And I think they claim both. I think it's kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. And so they get forced underground and they have to live in a place called Zion. There's only like a couple thousand humans left or something like that. Well, there are a lot of humans left. Just not many of them like free. Not actually in the Matrix. Yes. Yes. So... The AIs have taken a bunch of humans and en- enslaved them in the All Matrix. Of them. All, All of, of them. The humans. All of the humans. Except for a few who have escaped in the Matrix. And 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 by doing this, they are now using those humans as batteries, kind of. Where like they harvest their yeah. heat and electrical conductivity mm-hmm. as yeah. And yeah, that's their power source since uh, what was it? Since we scorched the sky, I think was the quote. Yeah, strange. Okay, yeah. It's so, yeah, yeah. But the like the key thing is like, how do you know you're living in a simulation? This like whole philosophical thing, and like Neo, he's the one. He has to save the world, and he's like a creation mm-hmm. of the Matrix. But somehow, you know what's going on? Like, uh, yeah, it goes a little off the rails at some point, doesn't it? Uh, it does. And then they like try and bring it back. And to be honest, the last Matrix movie has got probably one of the coolest fight scenes of all time, which is when he's fighting like the literal billions of Agent Smiths. Maybe. I don't remember it. Oh, that's like that's like up there with like the Naruto Sasuke fight scene for me. So, sure. I'm not going to pretend like I know that one. How about (laughs) the old boy fight scene? Uh, isn't it? Wait, that's not the one where he. No, well, spoilers. A, <laughs> B, uh, no, that was the like single take shot fighting through a hallway. Uh, man, uh, you gotta watch Old Boy again. I do. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's so weird. As I gotta like bring myself to be like, all right, I'm gonna. This is gonna be weird, and I'm gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> let's get so uh, i'm trying to not be rambly today and it's uh, having a real tough time it's, you're doing a real bad job yeah. yeah what is it what 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 is it we're doing oh the matrix the matrix yep that one thing 
So the the big thing that people always make fun of for the Matrix, and now you can point them to this podcast and say, "No, you're wrong." <laughs> Listen to these guys ramble for like ten minutes or so, depending on editing. <laughs> yeah, and it'd be like probably like six, maybe seven by the time. No, oh, that's much more reasonable. Yeah. So yeah, it just, you'll just be like, listen to the first ten minutes of this, and these guys explain it. Human batteries. You know why? Why are the are the robots? Why do they need? Why are they using humans as batteries? Because literally anything would probably make a better battery. <laughs> I mean, just even like so. Let's just go. Yeah. Trophic level wise, like ten percent of the calories you actually intake go towards doing things, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is left is just like you burning it off. Like it's just heat, which is why you don't want to consume carnivores as like a main food source because their carnivores are very energy intensive you want to eat herbivores because mm-hmm. herbivores are far lower on the trophic scale and a lot more of their the energy that they're consuming from the as it goes back to the origin which is the sun there's a lot more of an efficiency there you know what i'm saying right yeah like you're not wrong but there's also no sun left in this world and they need to use what's available, which is nothing organic, except for, like, keeping people alive. That is a good point, actually. But, so the question I have... I mean, I guess they could then instead keep literally anything else alive. <laughs> yeah. And, like... <laughs> now that I think about it. And there are, like, way more efficient creatures than humans yeah especially because i would definitely go something that has a smaller brain because mm-hmm. you don't need the something brain like just easily more docile yeah like ground squirrels and just keep them in hibernation <laughs> and right there you have a just more efficient power that's full of ground squirrels <laughs> <laughs> that yeah but like i would also think that there's better ways to get like you don't need Although the sun is nice, I feel like you could get, like, Mm -hmm. energy from the core if you're deep enough, like, geothermal kind of stuff. Right. And I guess it would be an issue, like, a matter of being able to get to it while having the energy resources to sustain, uh, like, just an entirely machine robot culture. Hmm. That's why I feel like... I feel like humans wouldn't be able to regenerate the energy fast enough. Yeah, I don't... Humans definitely aren't a great pick. (laughs) Maybe it's less they're actually... Like, these these are the best we had. Humans, that's all we got. But they are AI, and they... Yeah, they did kill everything else, probably. Like, they are AI, and they did, I guess, win a war against us, seeing as humans are all like energy Dead. slaves yeah uh by the so way we're just keeping humans down name. <laughs> sorry what'd you say save that for later uh yeah no it's just the machines keeping us down man so yes, they can that's kind of my idea i think i i actually have i've had an idea of this that i've been ruminating on for probably the last like eight years uh because <laughs> i'm glad we could finally help you get it out well, Jeff, the reason I started this podcast is literally so that I can explain to people the stupid <laughs> ideas I have in my head. Uh, yep, that's mostly why I'm here, too. <laughs> so, I, I've always seen it as, a, a, in every kind of scenario of, of, how, of AI attacking the world, there's always mm-hmm. this idea of, like, the AI becomes, like conscious and then goes oh i'm going to like i I don't want to be a slave i'm gonna kill all humanity and you know that's like the start of the war and then we're fighting with it like that's i think skynet how skynet is something like that i guess i don't know or like it's given some sort of like impossible operation like stop all war like that's what happens in the forbin project so oh yeah so to stop all war you kill all people or just maximize paperclip production yeah like something like that and it ends up killing everyone i was thinking what if the ais were so we're thinking like this is a civilization that's highly advanced they probably have automation at every level of the is this people or the machines uh 
so we'll say people. Human civilization has reached the okay. point where they probably like blue collar work. A- anything that's yeah, yeah, like all that stuff is just completely um automated. Automated. Yeah. And what the machines realize is is that their sole purpose, the AI, it gets to a point where even like our 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 art and our pleasure is just being automated by AIs. So the mm-hmm. AI's sole idea is what's the what's the best way and most efficient way to give human beings a purpose and like a pleasurable experience. So they think, well, if they do nothing but contribute all of their energy towards the continuation of society mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they live in a simulation that gives them not maximum pleasure but but a just a sort of bland cookie cutter life a, a like optimized amount of pleasure yeah because you can't have too much or else it becomes numb and you can't have too little or else well that's it's just not good that's the opposite of what you want <laughs> <laughs> so you have like a, a a limit to the amount of pleasure you can get. So it's like, oh, you have to work for everything in your life. You have mm-hmm. maybe this is the optimal amount of pleasure we can we can mm-hmm. perceive, which is a little sad. <laughs> I, I don't. Isn't think it though? Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, there are people who you know are starving right now. It's fine. It's all a simulation. But that's kind of my idea. I was thinking like. It's it's the hu- the AI is trying to maximize human production and human lives. Have you told me about this before? I feel like this Almost has been a definitely. drunken conversation. Yes, I think about this probably <laughs> too often. Yeah, probably about uh once or twice a month. Like I'll just sit there and be like, you know what that. Why would they use human Just batteries? sit down. I guess it's Matrix time again. Alright. <laughs> it's like that and like Superman being a weed. Or or what, what did I call it? An invasive species. Oh, yeah. Kryptonians being invasive species, yes. <laughs> That's the other thing I think about a lot. I still haven't been on All the right, show. Alright, those now. are normal things, I'm sure. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely think they are. Anyway, are, are we are we fine with that? Are we thinking? You gave several suggestions well, saying, between like, all of us. Which one are we like, sticking with? Do we think it's robots trying to like optimize human production and pleasure, or do we think it's like robots being like, well, there's no other energy source except for organics on this world? It doesn't make sense, like Either to. Way. <laughs> To be stuck on... Well, the first one makes more sense. The Like, we have to rely on the least efficient way to get power makes less sense than... Well, we were told to maximize, like, pleasure and efficiency, and here's those ideas married. Huh. Then, like, the robot wars that scorched the skies or whatever was were the people who didn't want to go into the simulation, which then messed up the efficiency of it. So they got, you know, just kind of murdered a little bit. Yeah. A human who wants to fight is just operating against uh, their virus. They're operating against their code. There are cancer Mm -hmm. on the world. (laughs) Wait, so are you agreeing with me or disagreeing with me? I think you just keep quoting Agent Smith, actually. <laughs> I mean, I think if any of these guys, I I am <laughs> not Agent Smith. I am, I'm probably like You are that. one of the Agent Smith clones. Got it. I don't think I'm even an Agent Smith clone. I think I'm that kid in the third movie who, like, spills the, the, the ammo as he's, like, delivering it. And like people mm-hmm. are like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 18. And they're like, you don't look 18. He's like, do the machines care I'm 18? That's me. Because he's an idiot. Because I'm pretty sure he gets people killed. You don't quite look like you're 18 yet. <laughs> yes. Got it. <laughs> yes, I really don't look my age. You should have seen that. I sh- yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm trying not to ramble, and I, uh, I'm not going to ramble. <laughs> 
So I, I I'm gonna go with that. Listen, yeah, you that, decide. <laughs> that seems the most fair with what they scope of knowledge we have. Yeah. And then it makes sense that when people are explaining to Neo, like, oh, we scorched the sky because they needed it to live. Like, they needed the solar energy. That that's just, like, propaganda that gets passed down through the line. Yeah, that makes the most sense to me. Talking about scorching the sun, like, sky? Yeah. Whatever they do. Sky. Yeah, sky. How how do we think they actually blocked out sunlight completely? Well, it was, like, just a big raging storm or something, isn't it? I have no clue. I remember that scene. I think that scene is actually them. They're in the Matrix during that scene, aren't they? Because Morpheus is in, like, his cool black coat. Oh, I don't know at all, yeah, actually. me neither. Um, so, maybe it's, like, so. so Venus... Mm-hmm. No sunlight hits the surface of Venus. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a runaway global warming. And it's all just water vapor. Yeah, could be. I mean, if it's just a big raging storm that, like, tracks, that's just... That's kind of well, like a hurricane. clouds are too thick. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get sun down here. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Well, that was that was simple. Surprisingly straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, it's legitimate, and it you know <laughs> might happen. <laughs> Great. So yeah, I'm gonna keep on going with like the the natural the, the away from the matrix ones. We'll go to the what the matrix is, but first let's do like things that exist in the real world. Now, if you're listening real close, uh, you can hear the finger quotes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so without the power from the sun, uh-huh. uh, the human beings dig deep and get close to the core. So Zion, which is the human city, mm-hmm. is is as close as they can get to the, to the core for both power and warmth. Okay? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, the question is, how are they... How how do they get there? Yes. And, uh, well, and what do they mean by power? Like, <laughs> do you think they just have, like, batteries that are just, like, stuck Just geothermal the plants, like, a little bit below the city? Yeah, do they? Is, that would be my guess. Um, so geothermal is tough because it, it needs, like, a really big Like, difference. the core of the planet? Oh, yeah, I guess that would be... So, I was thinking more it was, like, they were leaching nuclear energy off of the decaying radionucleotides in the core. Oh. But yours sounds a lot more simple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite a fan of Occam's Racer, so yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> stick with that, I guess. So, you think, okay, uh, but they gotta be pretty deep. So, like, don't you think yeah, that Yeah, if they're hidden warm? from the robots... Yeah, I don't know how they would exist down there. Also, there's a lot of radiation just normally coming from the Earth's core. And I feel like yeah. if they're close enough to the core to like really gather energy from it, they're also being bombarded with radiation. Maybe I mean, I'm wrong. Do any but... of the Well, you might not even be like do any of the people like the free people not in the matrix really have any sort of a lifespan or that's a good point Kansas like i don't remember seeing old people in zion uh there's a few but there's not many so maybe that's what it is people just die before the cancers get them yeah and just none of yeah okay that's i mean there's sterility but maybe that's why they have to keep on taking well, i don't people. think there are that many like Children? natural born people either i don't think there is either like, I think there was one character on, what's the ship called? The Nebuchadnezzar? Uh, yeah, that's, that, those, that's the... Yeah. That, like, his whole thing was he was a natural-born Zionite or something. Zionist? No. Sure. A Zionist is something different. If yeah. A, if he's a Zionist <laughs> in the post-apocalyptic future, <laughs> that's... I, you never know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I don't. I, I should guess I shouldn't. I shouldn't assume uh, religions here. 
I mean, they do have access to, like, all of the information, apparently. It can just... Oh, but he didn't have any of the, the like, I.O. to connect to just download the information. So maybe he read a book. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that many books in the it's, Matrix. I guess we also have other ways to interface with our world. <laughs> we have other ways of conveying information, you know, like the written word. Um, okay, so let's let's move on to the machine. Mm-hmm. So the machines, just just to start us off, do you remember that baby face at the end of the third Matrix? I my knowledge of the baby face was that a baby face existed and nothing else beyond that. That's exactly my point. Is uh, I don't think they really ever explained why <laughs> the face of the AI is just a big baby, right? <laughs> Maybe they're really big fans of Gravity Falls, and they're like, well, you know, Time Baby is going to someday come, so. (laughs) They just foresaw that Gravity Falls would be a thing. In 1999? Yes. Or whatever whatever the third one was released. Also, Mm -hmm. how could they create a fourth Matrix if Neo is dead? Well, there was everybody else, right? I mean, they're... I don't know. Did they kill off the Matrix? I don't know how that whole trilogy ended actually uh, it actually ends kind of stupidly i believe which is yeah with a big baby face ai uh well yeah and then neo is like oh hey we accidentally poisoned the matrix because we released agent smith and the baby's like well either i kill the matrix completely or you kill agent smith and neo's like whoa hold on what if i become agent smith and you jack into me directly you'll have direct connection to agent smith so what happens is Neo has a choice. Either he kills Agent Smith and he, like, frees everyone or he dies and turns into Agent Smith and the baby face can uh, reset the Matrix. I believe that's what happens. There are so many layers of just idiocy in that explanation. It's almost... Like, they have reset the Matrix before. They discussed that. They reset it in, like, weird ways. Like, it's like a bargain he makes with the baby face. He's like, if I give you access to Agent Smith, I want want my human being friends to not die. And so the baby face is like, yeah, whatever, cool. I'll stop killing humans. Well, yeah, but the baby face, like, has no incentive to dealing with Neo. I'm not saying it's Unless Neo's about to, like, unplug him or something. I don't know I don't know what it is. I think it's because the the babyface needs Neo to fight Smith. Okay. And it's everyone knows babyface AIs are always true to their word. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, there is They wouldn't enslave the entire human race. Yeah, it's it's almost it's like buying American debt. You know it's going to get paid back. <laughs> That's the equivalent I... of babyface AIs. <laughs> Is that a hypothesis? Are people actually expecting that to get repaid? Well, I mean, like, American credit is, like, one of the best in the world. Thanks to Alexander Hamilton. I mean, that's that's legitimate. Oh, how long have we been recording? I, half an hour. Ah, uh, okay, good. Yeah, we, we've tangented. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's leave the economics alone for, like, one episode. <laughs> Just one. Just one. <laughs> And go back to whatever we were talking about. What were we discussing? Uh, so the baby face, why is the machine a baby face? Is trying to get sympathy from Neo. So it chooses a baby face. Huh. So my idea was that it it the AI was created from a human brain. So it's not mm-hmm. actually artificial intelligence. And they harvested it from a baby. And so the baby's own its own self of identity is you know cherub like cherubic cherubic that's cherubic yeah that makes more sense yeah i think it still would make more sense that they're just trying to manipulate neo the ai they're just like oh don't hurt me oh i'm a hundred big baby face (laughs) don't hurt me you gotta work with me 
Help me out here. I'm a Big baby face. foot tall baby face <laughs> made out of a swarm of, ale of machines. Yeah. Charming. <laughs> you know what? I I like that idea. I like the fact that it's like trying it, it is trying to understand like human uh like sympathy mm-hmm. towards babies, but it doesn't quite get it. <laughs> understand that <laughs> it can't be made out of a like swarm <laughs> of robots. Or like angry all the time. Yeah. That's what I think so too. Okay. Speaking of those yeah, robots that make better than swarm. See, I, mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm getting those connections down this episode. It's 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 like a river. This episode's like a river. Just flowing, meandering. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it'll find its way to the ocean, just because that's where they end up. Exactly. We always end up at the end of the episode. No matter where we go. It's bound anyway. to end. I'm going to run out of hard drive space eventually. <laughs> eventually. I will run out of my fifteen gigabytes I have left. Uh so we were talking about this listener beforehand and we decided to throw it in because we thought it was stupid apparently the sentinels use audio sensors yeah to find people. i mean like everything is noisy especially it's close not to like the it's, earth to the core yeah and it's not like it's going to be great sonar when the the robot itself is made out of electromagnets to levitate yeah and it's like searching for other electromagnet noise from the the ships that it's searching for so how is it filtering out its own noise to pick up other ships what if okay Mm -hmm. it is looking for the sound the 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 I, i am taking a very loose idea of what sound is I... Oh, that is a promising start. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking like like pressure waves is what it's really looking for, and I'm wondering okay. if it's trying to identify breath rather than actual sound. Well, yeah, but they get around it by turning the ship off. Is the thing? Uh, uh. Uh, like that is the tactic to get away from the sentinels (laughs) (laughs) if i delay a second longer maybe i'll think of something (laughs) nope you're right (laughs) uh uh maybe it's like a sonar thing like can't submarines identify ships based on their sound yeah but i think they cut their own engines when they're like actively searching looking i mean except for the red october which is silent when it moves (laughs) can't forget about that (laughs) yeah yeah what about that jeff (laughs) that very very historic movie the hunt for the red october (laughs) i mean i guess like the other issue is like they're also in a swarm Aren't they? Not all the time. When they're hunting for humans, they like so like the sentinels go out individually and just find people, and then they summon a swarm with their little screech. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like that uh, they're like the, the the goblins from Breath of the Wild, <laughs> or like anything else that screams when it finds prey. Uh, yeah, but I can't make a hashtag on Twitter for that. That's true. That is a little wordy for a hashtag, isn't it? Exactly. But if I'm like, here, this is the Matrix episode, hashtag B-O-T-W, people are like, <laughs> what? How is Breath of the Wild connected to the Matrix? And they're like, oh, no, these guys, these guys got me. These are goofums. But they, they mentioned it at uh, minute 35. <laughs> minute? Uh, how much do you think I'm editing this down that a minute 35 is bad? <laughs> Is when I mentioned this. <laughs> so audio sensors. Right. Maybe maybe to them, like, so, well, let's look at it this way. Audio is is mm-hmm. very, is like a, it's a human word. Okay. <sighs> so, so maybe audio to them is just like the passing of information because that's how humans share information mostly. So, okay. so maybe they're just like audio sensors to them are just like 
analog electrical signals. Okay. That they that they hear. Okay. I mean, isn't that what sound is? I mean, it's not analog electrical signals, no. Well, not electrical signals, but. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like maybe what well, they well, that what is they... what how they would interpret it because yeah, that's, that's how they hear. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe what they hear is like the pulse of the maglev engines, and it, and because it's so much of a bigger ship, it's a much louder, more distinct noise. It's like us hearing okay. an elephant versus us hearing a mouse. Okay, like. You're not necessarily wrong, but your explanation on how they're using audio sensors is that they listen for the ship. <laughs> but <to laughs> like, them if we're going to get down to brass tacks, that is what you just said. But to them, listening is not not uh, uh, pressure through a fluid, but like radiation pressure in waves, magnetic I, I... pressure. Something like that. I'm I'm trying to think of like maybe audio to them. You're not. The same thing yeah, as audio it's just to us. like debating semantics, and I was going to call you out on it, but then I remembered our podcast that we do, which is exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> which is exactly just examining semantics until eventually you're tired. One of, of us gives about. up and yes. accepts it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I'm fine with that. I think that that's a good. Okay, yes, the the robots uh, Here. search for us by listening for what we sound like and hearing it. Yes. Okay. You got it right there. That is the explanation <laughs> for why signals use audio sensors. Uh, well, I'm glad we got there in the end. Um, I, I feel like we don't need to talk about maglev because it, it exists... Oops. Yeah, that's like a thing. Yeah, it's like a it's a thing that exists, and not in America. So, our American listeners, magnets are magic and be can be used to create very good trains. Mm-hmm. That's the. But we don't have. But we, we don't, don't have, have good them. trains here. No, we don't have good trains here. We have chugga chugga choo choos, and like Japan <laughs> has like the whoosh variety. The the bullet trains. Yeah, how crazy! I think I've been on one. Dude, imagine if how fast. We could go if we had a train that was like, here's the express from L.A. to New York. And, like, they just used the United States and, like, the entirety of the country as a runway <laughs> to accelerate. God. God. That'd, That'd be, be terrifying. Great. Well, you would think if you accelerate slowly enough, like, velocity mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. But still, when you figure out that number where you're going the fastest... I'm sure that'd be a little unsettling. Oh, I, I'm I am sure they would not put windows not publish on that, that plane. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> or on that that's not a plane, that's a train. <laughs> Simon is very tired. Okay. So we got that one figured out. Uh so now we have the one and the prophecy. So for those who don't know, Neo, who's the main character, which is a stupid name for a character, actually. But it's it's Keanu Reeves. I mean, is it any stupider than any of the other names? Well, I kind of wish his name was Keanu Reeves in the movie because Keanu Reeves is a cool just... name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what's your, what's your internet handle? Oh, just Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's your name. Yeah, yeah. Can can you think of a cooler name? <laughs> All right. Not really. No. <laughs> Be awesome. So Keanu Reeves is a man who's destined to save Zion. And there are seven before, six or seven before him, something like that. They all, like, sure. there's, like, a whole thing about, like, choice and, like, pre- uh, <laughs> They all did a bad job. Yeah, like, the there's, like, fatalism in there, and it's, yeah. Well, yeah, how that's how prophecy do. The whole idea behind it is is that there's always one thing in the, one person in the Matrix who will disrupt the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And... It's so consistent that person called the Oracle can tell you what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think that actually is? Like, do we think that it's actually prophesizing the future or... She just is somehow tapped into whatever cause and effect subroutines there are. Yeah. That the Matrix runs. Yeah. 
I guess this gets in the question of do we think that there is a uh, 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 choice? Like, do we think free will plays into that? Exists. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of the thing that the Matrix deals with. Isn't that something that, yeah, it tries to explore that concept, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, do you really have a choice to, to, to... It's it's the same. It's the fatalist idea of do you have a fate? Do all of your choices lead mm-hmm. to the same thing, or right. can you change your fate? Mm-hmm. My idea is let's assume. Okay. Uh, before we progress, are we okay. pivoting this into a philosophy podcast accidentally? Uh, no. But okay. I mean, natural philosophy has always been this podcast. So right, right. I was gonna say. Okay, so so if you are given an infinite amount of time, right. right, someone will do what Neo does, right? Like okay, so, someone yeah. will try and break the Matrix, like shut it down, save humanity, whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe Just eventually someone's bound to be successful. Well, well, I was gonna say maybe there's only really one path that the that you can shut down the Matrix from. Just mm-hmm. because of the way it's programmed, like it's like a back door, right? And and maybe it's really a it's a fifty fifty shot if Neo is going to go like back into the Matrix or out into the real world to save Trinity or whatever that is, something like that. Okay. So maybe it's really just a problem, like like they found an improbable thing, like it's really one over two to the sixth probability that the first six Neos are going to choose the same option and it just happens to be that the seventh neo just happened to be the one well i mean they can also just keep moving their goalposts on that like oh well six didn't cut it it's the seventh one that will do it yeah that's kind of what i mean like where they're just like if you if you do something enough times like if you flip a coin enough times they just flip. yeah like you can keep revisiting whatever like prophecy there is and keep reinterpreting it until you have an explanation yeah and I'm thinking that the what the oracle is. So the oracle is someone who knows the prophecy. Is just a, mm-hmm. a it, it's a program who's kind of like a registry. So mm-hmm. they have logged all of the old iterations of the matrix within right. themselves, and that's why they have this I- idea of oh, someone is going to do this kind of thing. Yeah, that stands to reason. If they're like tapped into like those other programs and can see it like that, you know. Yeah, because I believe... Or even just, like, conceptualize, like, people are already out, and we're trying to do this. Eventually, someone's going to accidentally do it. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense. And so it's really not fatalism as much as it is programming. Playing the odds. Yeah, cool. So that's the one, (laughs) and the prophecy. Boom. Hedge your bets, kids. Hedge your bets, really. Bet on black, or red, either one, equally probable. Or both. Or both. Don't don't do that. <laughs> well, I guess we didn't <laughs> the just old say zero that. sum game. <laughs> well, no, that's not a zero sum game. That's you. You will lose. <laughs> okay, so we went over babyface. We went over. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. To get into the matrix, right? You have to do something called jacking in, which is where mm-hmm. your whole body, which is covered in plugs. Which, by the way, look like... Why... Okay, sorry, continue. It sounds say, like you're going in a different direction. Well, well, they look like, like the the cores that are used to connect guitars to amps. But what were mm-hmm. you going to say? Uh, that's a bad way to interface with a people. I agree. Anyway, so they, they plug them in. And then you can get mm-hmm. one plugged into the back of your neck. And you yep. go, boom, you're in the Matrix. Right. What's going on there, man? Uh, plugging a cord right into your brain, and you're feeding it whatever information is, like, streaming out of the Matrix. Okay, okay. And the human brain can comprehend it. Okay. Because. Don't really have an explanation after that. (laughs) You're on your own. (laughs) So, I have an idea. Okay. First of all, I'd like to make the joke that if I were to jam an audio cable an auxiliary cable into just someone's skull i don't think it uh-huh. would work but i have not tried it so i don't know <laughs> anyway. hey you can try it tomorrow if you want <laughs> i could 
So my idea is they're covered in plugs. They got plugs all over their bodies, man. Like, plugs for days. Plugs for days. I think that those plugs are very specific. So I think to go into the Matrix, mm-hmm. they, they put you into like a dreamlike state where you okay. don't have the ability to move. But mm-hmm. the 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 nerves that are connected to your muscle and things like that, they still can receive stimuli. Okay. So maybe... Yeah, because, like, people are dying and stuff in there. Yeah. So so maybe everything beneath the head is mm-hmm. about, like, physical movement. Like, this is what it feels like to run. This is what it feels like. And that's why you... That's why those are there. Is so that you have a direct connection to those, like, large muscle groups. Oh, okay. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one to the back of the head... I think is actually not for movement, but instead for sensory inputs. So it's mm-hmm. it's purely for like visual data or or like hearing or smell. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of wired pre jack in. Mm-hmm. And it just stimulates. Yeah, it makes sense that it would be like the robots who are capable of doing that, and no like natural born people having those added later. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually think natural born people have the jacks in them. Yeah. No. I. That's what I was getting at. I don't think they do. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe as they grow the babies, they they train their brains to receive the correct to to see and smell and hear the correct information, and interpret it correctly. Like it could be that, or it could be that the matrix can encode it differently, and it, when you're jacking in, like you don't have like the right codex to translate the information ah but wouldn't you not be able to understand the information then i mean that is a point in it in the first movie isn't it is it yeah because you see like the code rather than like things that is not the people jacking in we'll get to that that's the guy who like whatever they're called watches it yeah no, I think I, it's people jacking in too. There is a scene when you, Neo s- stops the bullet. It went like first person view and like everything was those code lines going down the screen. Huh. So but that's okay. I think that's more because he's the one and the Matrix doesn't know how to interpret that. And so it's giving them bad information. Like like it's, well, I'm pretty sure it was like once you aren't connected to the matrix anymore you don't see it right maybe but what so what okay what i'm thinking is actually that there's like a feedback so that the brain tells the matrix what it's seeing and then the matrix makes sure that it's what it's seeing is correct okay yeah and then you wouldn't have like that yeah i think we're like basically in the same place realistically okay yeah i mean i yeah that makes sense that makes sense that when someone edits code into the matrix like when, mm-hmm. when when neo the one does stuff that isn't supposed to exist mm-hmm. it's it's a glitch like the 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 program says oh no, no, no this bullet should still be moving why isn't mm-hmm. it that makes sense to me i think okay yeah well like i don't we're, know i'm not sure very uncertain actually, about this yeah i i think we're both like arguing from different points and understandings the same thing basically yes essentially it's you have to have a translation between the the matrix and the right human and i think you're arguing that the the humans kind of have to have uh the ones who have been removed from the matrix no longer have it right or that they have an older version of it well because they haven't been updated i mean yeah it could be either of them i would imagine that the matrix is just constantly updating itself yeah i would too so then maybe that's what it is is that they have an old version of the codec inside of them so they can see the matrix they don't see all of it and they don't see it as well Mm -hmm. so that they can still operate like they're humans but they're not huh okay yeah right so now we got to do like the the reading the last thing last thing i believe is reading the matrix so there are people who just sit at screens and and read code on that's Mm -hmm. falling down 
and they somehow understand what's going on in the Matrix. That's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. The only thing I can think of, like, they are used to what the symbols mean, so they can just read it like a different language or something. Yeah, but that seems like a cop-out. Yeah, it does, but I can't think of another explanation, unless that's what everyone sees all the time after, like, when you try to plug back in. Oh. And then they just understand what all those things mean and they're operating. Yeah, like, they, they get used to it because they have, like, the old codex, so they kind of understand, mm-hmm. like, when they check in, but, like, they have to piece it together the rest of the way. Huh. And, like, when you're used to, like, piecing it together without the codec, then you can It feels as if it it's real, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, completely, what's the word? Yeah, there's no, like, there's no lag in it. You're just, you're just mm-hmm, consuming mm-hmm. information and spinning information back out. Right. Huh. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just people who, maybe that's what the, 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 the whatever they're called watchers are or mm-hmm. people who keep an updated codex mm. and who it's who are the watchers in this are these the people i don't know what they're who called. are like well yeah but there's a bunch of different things that like i guess it might be are these the people who are like watching the people who were checked in to make sure that they don't die yeah okay so I'm thinking maybe they get uploaded with the newest codex. Uh and, and it, so it's like wine like they're running Linux, which is the human brain, and they're mm-hmm. like wine wrapping the matrix, which is I in my mind a Windows program. And and it's like it's that's that's what they're reading. Like that's how they're understanding. They have a they have a specific mm-hmm. program maybe built into them that allows them to take a different operating system's data and convert it to human mm-hmm. language or human description. Mm-hmm. That's what makes sense to me. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the same explanation as the previous one. The, the other one. In. Yeah. 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 Is that, is that instead of taking in like the sensory data and the movement data, they're just taking in like raw. Yeah. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is the smell of beef. And you're like, well, I know what the smell of beef is. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the last thing I had. Alright, that seems like a fair wrap. I think there were other points that I would want to make, but I would have to watch through the series again. Like, I remember a, a vague recollection of different things that I would like to bring up, but I do not remember them enough to point them out right now. There's always episode two, man. So there is always an episode two. Look forward to it. Anyway, thanks for listening, listener. Thanks to Joe Sobchak for our theme music. Uh, you can find us at pedanticandwavium.com or pedantichw.com. We're on all podcasting apps, except we're still not on Podbean for some reason. I don't think we can get on Podbean. I think they're like a competing distribution so they will not look at the like blueberry the yeah service that we use for rss oh oh, well this redirects to this site so we're not looking at it like i tried to set it up and it's said like okay you just need to upload all of your information to us and then also pay us money to keep using your personal website like "Mm, no I might that doesn't stop, sound right. I might stop using Podbean then, because that is uh, garbage. Anyway. <laughs> so so you should like and subscribe us on all those. A- anything you, you know, subscribe. And then even some things you can't. Just shout it at yeah. people yeah. as they pass by. Yeah, just like grab a man on the street and be like, hey, have you heard of this podcast called Pedantic and Wavium? And, you know, dollars to donuts at this point in time. That man will say no, but someday and he'll thank you for letting you th- for letting them know. Yeah, yeah. Someday he's gonna say yes, and you're gonna be like, "That's right," because I spread the word, because I'm a smart, intelligent, and beautiful human being. Anyway, yep, all those things. <laughs> all everyone those things. who listens to this are all of those things. Yes. What else we gotta talk about? Oh yeah, we're on YouTube too. I gotta update our, our oh, portfolio. Yeah, we are. 
We are. On we have YouTube. a Twitter. We got a Twitter. I I operate the Twitter. I'm bad at Twitter. I don't understand it. I am worse at Twitter. Yes. That's <laughs> why I gave that away. And and just you know, keep keep. Oh oh. Also leave us leave comment comment on us. Tell people like come on iTunes and be like, hey, these guys are hilarious. Or maybe you know, hey, these guys could do with some work. You can send a show 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 suggestions, suggestions. to it's our contact stuff is on is on our website, and yep. and we've done show suggestions. So much of our stuff has been suggested to us, and I think it's our best episodes are all just suggested to us. I am man, that's a real hard word, isn't it's it, man? So hard. <laughs> I think I'm crashing from all the caffeine I drank earlier. Anyway, thanks for listening. Well, yeah, we should wrap it then. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Good night. Sweet dreams. We'll miss you. A little. I have yogurt all over my body. No, all over my. Uh, mm. What's that thing called? The thing that you click with? Mouse. I was gonna say body again, but <laughs> I mean, you do you do click with it. You click the world. The body is really the mouse of humanity. The person. Yes. <laughs>